0: With the first four games of the season in the books, it's time to reflect on our preseason picks for all the major awards and talk about who the leading candidates are today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are locked on NFL scouting with the Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's guys being dudes here on the lockdown NFL scouting podcast. We're the draft dudes. I'm Joe Marino from lockdown bills. He's Kyle crafts from lockdown dolphins. Hello. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the lockdown NFL scouting podcast with the draft dudes, part of the lockdown podcast network, your team every day. I'd like to thank you for making lockdown NFL scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Joe, quarter
1: season mark, start of week five. Tomorrow, we will be making our picks. Uh, you and I had a good week picking, uh, straight up pick them last week. Uh, NFL scouting as the spread fell back down to earth after an astronomically good week three. So that's setting the table, but uh, we are going to take advantage of the quarter season mark and an enlarged sample size, kind of a, uh, the first turn of this season to look back at some of our uh, spiciest and hottest of takes. And we did that through the lens of in the preseason, we picked all of the awards, which everybody does. We kind of did it early. I think that was like our big thing it was like, oh, we did it early before everybody starts doing it. in that like 10 week mm-hmm. limbo between the start of the season and cut down day. So you found out I actually had the documentation and I'd like to know what your thoughts are as we get ready to look back on what we did in the preseason. And we got some doozies. I'm going to be
0: honest. I'm very excited to figure this out. Cause once you told me that you had it all archived, I thought to myself, I can't even remember who I picked. Right. And so to be reminded with us, you know, it's 25% ish sample size, which we're going to talk about in, a, in the next two segments. We're going to get into, okay, who's the current leading candidates. I am ready to find out um, how silly some of these were. So, um, I would say probably
1: my worst one was the first one, which is NFL MVP. I think you picked Burrow, right? I did pick Joe Burrow at plus 700. You picked Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen at plus 700. Patrick Mahomes was my second selection. Justin Herbert was your second selection. Your third choice was Patrick Mahomes, and my third choice was Trevor Lawrence.
0: Okay. I so, see you okay there.
1: You seem okay there. Yeah. I, odds on favorite as things currently stand and sit. It's funny how three weeks of uh, games can change the perspective considering everybody buried him after week one. Funny how that works. Yeah. Now I do regret to inform you, they will only play Miami one more time. So he won't have the astronomical statistics that he posts every time he plays the dolphins more than just one more time this season. So he's Guess got his have, have more of their game. guys on defense as well that next game. Right. So, it's a plan. Yeah. um, plan offensive player of the year. We both were in lockstep with the first two slots. Okay. Uh, our third choices are astronomically bad. Christian McCaffrey for both of us was our choice. Well, I like Offense. it. I need to hear nothing else. It was plus 1400 too. So that was pretty really? reasonable place. Yes. Wow. I felt like that was such a little hanging fruit. Uh, Justin Jefferson was both of our second choice also at plus 1400. Okay. Uh, your third choice was Cooper Cup. Well, can't no. win, oh boy, without can't being on the him. field. Can't win them all. And mine was Garrett Wilson.
0: <laughs> so Maybe if Aaron Rodgers was there, that would
1: be a good thing. Dynamics change have changed there. But uh, I, this sheet also has all of our hot takes where we did the dudes bets. And I'm reflecting on you took me up on 1,500 yards for Garrett Wilson as one of the ones that
0: I proclaimed that you were like, yeah, I'm going to bet you that. So I was regretting that. Pretty quickly, too, after I watched the one game where Rodgers and Wilson were together in the preseason, I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, he's going to be targeted 200 times. Yep. Now, I do have a
1: administrative question, a clarification question. My Rams hot take was Puka Nakua's wide receiver two. Okay, you, you can already you win bet. the bet. You win the he bet. Took, you took
0: the bet with me. But, like, what if he's wide receiver one? It's it's the spirit of what you were saying is that he's okay. not wide oh, yeah. receiver three. Yeah, <laughs> you, you no, like they was got 500 yards in four games or something. i mean, just insane. What's that? He's got like over 500 receiving yeah, yeah, yards in, in four games.
1: Yeah, he's on quite the pace.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, nobody had Pukunakua for offensive rookie of the year, however. We both had Bijan Robinson at plus 300 as our first pick. Uh, you had Jameer Gibbs at plus 850. Oh man, I had the wrong scat back. I had Anthony Richardson at plus 750. At the wrong quarterback. And then you had Anthony Richardson at three and I Jameer Gibbs at three. So, all right. I think Bijan Robinson's going to have a good chance. The Puka Nakua storyline is an interesting one. CJ Stroud from a quarterback perspective is far outpacing the other two guys as far as his production. So that one will be interesting. Um, so some good candidates for us to sort out when we get to the next segment. Now on the defensive side of the ball, uh, defensive player of the year. You had Miles Garrett, which is looking pretty good. I think he's got five sacks already.
0: Yeah. Would a Mac had six, six in one game to become have for six the leader? In one I, I would be willing to bet Khalil
1: Mack does not do that again. Um, probably not. I had Micah Parsons as my top choice for defensive player of the year. He's also off to a nice start. Uh, did not have a sack against the Patriots in a 35-point loss. That's Right. You hate good. that, right? Yeah. Like you gotta, you got to
0: pile on the stats in a game like that. Right. Yeah.
1: You had Micah Parsons at two. I had TJ Watt at two. What's TJ? I can't tell you his actual production. He's got six he had... sacks. Great. It's Tyreek, it.
0: Khalil Mack, and Josh Allen for the league lead. Miles Garrett at five and a and half.
1: Josh Allen's leading the league in MVP voting and leading the league it's, in sacks. He's it's incredible. incredible.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Um, and then the rest is is off the rails. You had Shaq Leonard at plus 10,000, and yes. I had Jalen Phillips at plus 5,000. So, All right. Can't win them all. Now, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Will Anderson was Joe Marino's pick. Jalen Carter was Kyle Krabs' pick. Jack Campbell was both of our second choice. And Devin Witherspoon for Joe Marino in third. And Will Anderson was my third. Okay. So some good names. Again, we will come back to that in segment three. Uh, Defensive or Coach of the Year is our last one. Excuse me. And I regret to inform you this is probably your worst one. I'm trying
0: to remember who it was. Highly successful coach. I picked a highly success. Oh, did I pick Tomlin? Never had a losing season.
1: I picked them. Pick Mike Tomlin. Are we sure? Yeah, yeah. I I have it on the sheet, and I had Mike Tomlin second. So we were very close. We yeah, we were all in on the Steelers. And and it wasn't even that we were like. Yeah, the Steelers are really going to be good it's this year. It was, man, this Steelers schedule looks pretty soft, and we like a lot of what they have defensively. They got impact players on all three levels. Now, have you seen the stats when throwing at Pittsburgh's top two corners this year? I haven't. I'm guessing they're not good. They are getting ready. And then you've got unathletic linebackers on top of it. You have unathletic corners and Pat Pete and Levi Wallace. Hayward's out for half the season. All, none of it drops the mat, can't trumps the Matt Canada, Saga, him being given a more direct line with Kenny Pickett as of a couple of weeks ago, him apparently having a Twitter burner account. I don't know if you saw that. I'm skeptical on that, but I saw it. The recovery emails like m blanks at
0: s It might have been like a uh, like a burner that was staged like on purpose like that. You know, like yeah, I think that's fair. We'll see. He needs a burner for his, his play calls, though. Yeah. Uh so
1: that's um uh, I, I I think even if Pittsburgh ends up bouncing back and playing more stable football, because at the end of the day, what? They're still two and two? Yeah. yeah. They are. Even if they're more stable, I think you reflect on the Matt Canada stuff for Tomlin, and it feels like that's gonna be too big of a hurdle for him to to push through to be able to claim coach of the year. Like Pittsburgh would have to really run the table here. Who else did we have up there? Uh, I had Doug Peterson as my top choice. Okay. Not looking great there either. I had Tomlin at uh, my second choice. You had Kevin Stefanski as your second chance or second choice. I had Matt LaFleur as my third choice. And then you had Mike McDaniel as your third choice. Rough rough group rough. <laughs> and that's, that's why when people talk about strength of schedule before the season starts, doesn't matter. doesn't matter.
0: Well, at least we're accountable to it, right? Who else is going through their mostly bad preseason takes at well, this point? We had some
1: good ones. Right. McCaffrey was good. Right. Josh Allen I mean. was good. Bijan Robinson's good. Garrett and Parsons are good. Jalen Carter and Will Anderson are good. Devin Witherspoon's
0: good. T.J. Watt's good. All right. Well, we are going to get into who the current leading candidates are for these awards here in just a moment. But first, our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Bengals running back Joe Mixon is off to a slow start with the rest of the team's offense as Joe Burrow battles through his calf injury. With the receiving core shorthanded minus T. Higgins and Cincinnati in desperate need of a road victory at Arizona, look for the team to focus on winning their rushing attack and winning on defense. The Cardinals have allowed some ample production on the ground, so look for Mixon to get 80-plus yards and a touchdown. Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber and not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I got to be honest,
1: I, um, when I when I told everybody about Vinny's picks for eBay Motors, I did not pick Joe Mixon because the Bengals had burned me badly.
0: It seemed like the easiest one to read. That's why I picked it. <laughs> if You want to know? We get three options every week. That one seemed the easiest to Very read. Good. So,
1: Very good. Yeah. So well, let's start with NFL MVP. We're going to do the same six awards. Yeah. NFL MVP first. Uh, I know we mentioned this already but according to our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, Josh Allen at +350 is the current leader in the clubhouse at the four game mark.
0: And Tua is right behind him at +500 and Pat Mahomes is at +500. Correct. Um I think that Tua's got a better claim to this right now than Josh Allen. Um in my opinion, I mean, Tua is what leading the league in passing. Um I know a lot of other very important, meaningful categories, but he had not had a bad game yet. You know, Josh, week one still happened for Josh. You know, the last three games have been really good, um, but I, I don't think that he has the black eye like like Josh does. So, to me, if you look at it in, you look at it completely, and you give one twenty fifth or a quarter of each game as value to what you're looking at, I, I think it's Tua.
1: I. I'm surprised you took that route, but I agree with you. Um, because at the end of the day, Buffalo's loss was in large part because they had a 10 point lead, and then had poor ball security offensively, with a couple of interceptions and a fumble.
0: Yeah, he Whereas, was the reason the Bills lost the game. I didn't want to have that quote because oh, I'm the Dolphins oh, guy. I, I've said it a million times. So I've the
1: Dolphins, you no, know, the Bills played an outstanding game plan. In week four, congested the middle of the field. I thought you saw good growth from Tua as far as having to work deeper into his progressions. He had, obviously, the interception when they were down, was it 18 in the second half? We tried to hit the seam shot, but the Dolphins lost the game predominantly because the defense could not stop a nosebleed versus having right. four turnovers one against the Jets. Was not to it, yeah. So... Uh, I agree with you from a, a full resume perspective and look like you can make it. The debate that gets interesting is, is about the supporting cast and MVP and two having skilled players around them versus Josh Allen, having Stefan Diggs or Patrick Mahomes being in this conversation and really like even Travis. Pat's probably doing the most with the least right now, if that makes sense. Would you agree? The he mo- doesn't have the defense. He doesn't have the defense that Josh does, and he doesn't have the skill players that Tua does. Now his resume
0: is not as good. So of that's the why three, is that what you're saying? Of those yes. three, okay. Of I'm like, three, man, yes. if you're opening this up, like my head was spinning. So of the three, Tua, Pat, Josh, who those is doing the three, most those are the with three the least players who have the plus five hundred odds yeah. or better? It's Mahomes. The answer to that is Mahomes,
1: right? Yeah. So that's where I think NFL MVP that that conversation does get a little interesting. Is Tua obviously has. Some really dynamic skill players and Mike McDaniel's doing some new things. And Josh has this killer defense, and Kansas City really doesn't have either. And like Travis Kelsey's not been effective to start of the season. Right.
0: And those tackles have not been good either. Holy cow. Right.
1: Now, I don't know. All the conspiracy theorists would tell you that I the can't. Chiefs' tackles held on that play and the, the scramble for third 22. And they're collaborating with Taylor Swift to generate a bunch of clicks and all that stuff. But I would say Patrick Mahomes has a nice argument, but I would take the other two resumes over him based off production.
0: So we, we agree. It's to a Josh Pat.
1: Yes, right now.
0: Three four games. Yep.
1: Now, offensive player of the year. I see no reason to move off of Christian McCaffrey. Here's the good news. When we did it, Joe, the odds were plus 1,400. The odds for Christian McCaffrey right now as offensive player of the year this season is 200, plus 200. Becoming pretty clear that through four games. Just stay healthy. Right? Yeah. The only thing that will prevent Christian McCaffrey in the San Francisco 49ers offense from getting this award is if he gets hurt and misses time.
0: Right, which is possible.
1: Now, um, to follow that up, both of our uh, San Francisco 49ers hot takes, when we did the draft dudes hot takes and bets, was you had McCaffrey over 2,000 all-purpose yards, and I had McCaffrey 1,000-1,000. McCaffrey is not hitting the receiving yardage that is necessary, but he does have 600 yards from scrimmage through four games.
0: Well, and and McCaffrey's still second amongst running backs in receiving yards this year 141. Right. That's behind, of all people, Josh Jacobs at 173. One a little bit, but B. John Robinson's third there at 134. So it's like he's not relative to receiving production amongst running backs. He's still really, really good. So let me ask you this Are, are you, For Christian's perspective, he's on pace for over 400 touches
1: this year. You a little leery that?
0: Yeah, and I think I think that they'll become aware of that. And I feel like there's already been some messaging about how important it's going to be for him down the stretch, you know, late in the season in the playoffs. Right, that's when you want him at his best. And 400 touches during the regular season isn't going to help him get there. So I think you're going to see some of that some of that workload shift a little bit. I still think he's going to be a 300 plus touch guy, though. I mean, he's at, 90, is not he's,
1: good. At, he's at 98 touches through four games.
0: It's got to be, so 20, it's got to be 20, hardest 20, a play caller to not give him the ball. Right. 24
1: and a half touches per game. Rightfully so. He's an outstanding player, but yeah, you just worry. He, I just look at the big picture and I'm like, all right, let's, let's not do too much here. Right? He changed their season last year. Like he's that important. Right. He was there for 11 games and had over a uh, hundred yards from scrimmage per game just with San Francisco last year.
0: So, so we think it's I, I think it's McCaffrey, Jefferson and then we'll probably Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is uh tied with Jefferson at plus 600.
1: So those are the top 3 in that group. And I I would keep it in the order that they are listed, McCaffrey, Jefferson and Tyreek. Yeah, I see it the same way. Okay. So then our last one on this group is NFL offensive rookie of the year. <laughs> and this one has really gotten interesting. There's, right. there's five candidates that are better than plus 1,000 odds right now on FanDuel Sportsbook. Can you name them?
0: I would guess there's five of them. I would guess CJ Stroud. Yes. B. John Robinson. Yes. Puka Nakua. Yes. Devin Achan. Achan. A-chan. Gosh. I thought I had it. Pronunciation. Achan. A-chan. A-chan. It, was, it was Achan, and then
1: it was Achan. And now it's a Chan. I'm trying so hard. Is it's that correct? Cause I said, I think I said, a chain in like March and got corrected to a chain. And now I've been saying a chain and he was like, actually it's pronounced a oh so.
0: <laughs> so is it,
1: is he, he's one of them. He is fourth. You have named them in order of their odds. Thus. far. So now there's one more. There's one more. It's plus 900. So it's, can you remind me of the four that I named? Stroud, Robinson, Nakua, and Achan. Oh man.
0: it's gotta be it's gotta be a quarterback, I think. That wouldn't be Tank Dell. I want to get this right so bad. Um I don't I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna guess quarterback, Anthony Richardson. That is correct. Very so those good. are
1: the five rookies with better than plus 1,000 odds on FanDuel Sportsbook for Rookie of the Year. Stroud's the leader, though, right? I would guess pretty convincingly. The positional value and yeah. second most passing yards through your first four
0: games all time? No interceptions. That'll, that'll i will do I, it. I, I watched his game against Jacksonville this morning. He's he's tried to throw an interception, but he didn't catch it. Well, that's all
1: that matters, right? Right, right. So, um I would agree with Stroud. I think Bijan's still going to have a very robust season. I would say he's probably second, still over Puka. Yeah, because Cooper Cup's going to come back, and Bijan's already doing this with Tyler Algier
0: leeching touches right. off of him. Right. So, what? So, what do you think? You mentioned the sustainability of Nakua. Um, I, Cooper Cup at some point's going to come back, but like Van Jefferson's not doing anything. I mean, two two out. Oh yeah, they're flashing for sure, but like. I still think that there's going to be production for Puka. I agree.
1: I think he's—I don't want to say health willing. He's probably a lock for a
0: thousand yards. Real quick, like, what's the rest of the season forecast for a Chan? Just ripping off big explosive runs left and right, but like probably. probably. I think eight, he'll probably be, a game. be in a
1: twelve to fifteen touch per game situation, but. Yeah, they, they really like him and understandably so with
0: with what the production's been the last two weeks. He's got the zoomies for sure. All right, we'll talk defensive awards here in just a moment. But first, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you should know what to do, what's good for you, but you still just can't do it. Therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge if necessary. Make your brain your friend with with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on.
1: Defensive side of the ball. Uh, Defensive player of the year. Joe, your previous pick was Miles Garrett. My previous pick was Micah Parsons. Any guesses on the
0: current leader in the clubhouse in that category? Probably those guys. I mean, my, it's probably Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons. I guess those are one and two. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Maybe TJ Watt. Micah Parsons is first at plus
1: 175. Miles Garrett is second at plus 250. And TJ Watt is third at
0: plus 500.
1: There are no other players better than plus 2100 in the odds right now.
0: Is there any non-pass rusher that's in this? No. Linebacker or DB? Post
1: post a Hutchinson, Chris Jones in the next three.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this is becoming a defensive lineman award, isn't it? Or pass rusher award. Pass rusher award. Best sack artist. Yeah just tough to get just enough of the- the I I just watched the corner a few
1: years back I have like 10 interceptions and couldn't get this award heard about it in favor of yep. a
0: defensive tackle no, I, I, I think that's a good point right like if there ever was a time that it would happen that was it and it did it happened the next year with
1: Stefan Gilmore just kidding but he played for Boston ah yeah
0: <laughs> um all right so I, well we can calibrate our expectations moving forward but It'll play itself out. Hopefully, these guys stay healthy, right? Because that's what's going to probably make the production dip. They're going right. to, if they're healthy, they're going to make the plays. Man, they always do. So, just a follow up on the
1: odds and the separation from the pack. Uh, Garrett started at plus six hundred. Parsons started at plus five hundred. Parsons is now plus one seventy five. Garrett is plus two fifty. TJ Watt originally originally started at plus eight hundred. The closer to zero it is, the better the odds for the non-gamblers who may be interested. Um congrats to you if you're a non-gambler who's made it this far in the show with us, throwing the odds out here for all the awards. <laughs> uh TJ Watt started at plus eight hundred and is now plus five hundred. So there's pretty clear separation there. I have no reason to change my pick.
0: Likewise. We well, got the well, we well, got this one pretty too, well.
1: Is is no one Dallas's platform as Dallas and formerly America's team. I don't know who I would classify as America's team now but Dallas used to be America's team. So they're, they're top shelf as far as audience and fan base and all that stuff. Um, Nobody's talking about this Brown. Well, we are, but the casual football fan is not talking about this Browns defense being effectively every bit as good as Dallas's defense has been so far this season.
0: I think, well, you, if there's a team that's the opposite of America's team, it's the Cleveland it's Browns, the Cleveland Browns. Right. So that doesn't help.
1: Um, I think that's the best thing working for Micah, even if Garrett finishes with mildly better statistics and the defenses are both on the
0: trajectory that they're on. It's like, oh, he plays for Dallas. Yep. Yep. Cleveland fans are probably pointing fingers and saying, yeah, I agree, right? So. And we didn't make the rules. No, we don't. We didn't make the rules. We also don't have a vote. So
1: there's that. That's also true. Now, defensive rookie of the year. This one's fun. It's the only one that has a player with minus odds as the best part. Oh wow. Which means really? you have to pay which he's minus 110, which means you'd have to bet $110 to win $100. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think cuz I've I had this conversation with I was on a podcast last week and I we talked about it and I thought it was down to these players. Christian Gonzalez, Brian Branch, Devin Witherspoon, and Jalen Carter. Well, I can tell you Christian Gonzalez is off the board because, of because he's injured. But like if he wasn't injured, he's in this conversation. Yeah. He's, he's probably in the top three. Yeah. I guess Will Anderson would be the other guy I would mention, but. So name, name him again. Devin Witherspoon, Jalen Carter, Brian Branch. Of course, I mentioned Christian Gonzalez and then. I don't know. It's like Tuli Tupilotu is having a heck of a year so far. He's fifth. Okay. Makes sense.
1: Will Anderson's been pretty good. Okay. So those five names that you just mentioned are the top five. Pretty pretty clear, right? Uh, Tuli Tupilotu is plus 2,900. So he's the long shot at five. Uh, Will Anderson is plus 900. He is fourth. Brian Branch is plus 750. He is third. Devin Witherspoon is plus 300. He is second, and Jalen Carter is minus 110, which means he is the overwhelming favorite to win defensive rookie of the year.
0: That's the... I mean, I'm not taking any away from Jalen Carter. I feel like Devin Witherspoon is building one heck of a resume, too, for, like... I think I'm surprised that there's that much of a... A gap. Yeah, like, just overall, like, clear odds-on guy right now being Jalen Carter. Witherspoon got a little bit of a late yeah, he missed Stop. the first game, right? Right. But, I mean, what he's done the last two weeks has been unbelievable against Carolina and, and the Giants. So now this is an interesting development. I can't find the coach
1: of the year. Is it, would that be in season futures? You feel like you'd be in the same one, right? It'd be in the awards tab, right? And mm-hmm. MVP, offensive player of the year, oh, defensive yeah. player of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. The only other one that has his AP
0: Comeback Player of the Year. So weird. Okay, well we can at least talk about. Let this. me. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna Google it. Okay. I'm trying to give love to Fanduel here. Guessing my preseason pick will not be well represented. Of uh, Mike Tomlin, right, and yeah. Kevin Stefanski wanted to not great. Dan Campbell, I'm sure, is probably going to be pretty high on these odds. Okay, I have the list. All right, I have the list.
1: Um, okay, let's do it this way. We both had Mike Tomlin in the top two. You had him first. Item second. Mike Tomlin is currently. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14th. He's only 500 worse on his odds. He went from plus 2,000 to plus 2,500. There's been some separation from the rest of the pack. Uh, he, Doug Peterson was my first place choice in the preseason. And he's 15th, plus 3,000. So plus 2,500, plus 3,000. Where would you like to venture a guess? I, I think the top has got to be like there are two coaches at plus four hundred. Dan Campbell and Kyle Shanahan. Dan Campbell is plus four hundred. Kyle Shanahan is plus one thousand. What number he is fourth.
0: Four, He's fourth.
1: Okay. Tied for third. Um. Mike McDaniel? Mike McDaniel is plus four hundred. So it's Campbell and McDaniel, and then the next tier down is Shane Steichen and Kyle Shanahan, both at plus one thousand, and then D'Amico, Ryan's plus twelve hundred. Yep. Todd Bowles plus sixteen hundred. Sean McVay plus eighteen hundred.
0: I think that makes sense. Those are those seem like the right right mix of coaches, and some of these coaches that are like.
1: Think about Andy Reid's plus 5,000, McDermott's plus 2,200.
0: You're supposed to go win 12, 13. Sirianni's
1: plus 3,000. Like, is the expectations
0: of the team work against you in a situation like this? Right. I mean, if the Texans continue what they're doing, like, D'Amico's going to get it, right? Because they love to get it to the first-year coach, a new situation that does way better than anyone expected. How many
1: wins does Houston need to guarantee D'Amico Rhines gets the award?
0: Guarantee 10. Nine might get it done, though. I mean, what, what has Houston done? Like, I'm going to – Houston year by year. I mean, uh, yeah. what you – You just got to do Texans
1: reference and go to pro, pro football right. reference on the top right. hit, and I could tell you they won two games, three games, four games, four games the last four, or last th- four years, including this season. So they're halfway to their high watermark for wins in the last three years. Yeah,
0: they four games right with all the rookies, the injuries that they're already dealing with. I mean, O-line sting lays out like relying on young players, new situation. Nine wins for Texans probably gets it right. Would you I mean, you, you agree I mean, with that or yeah, I do. So we're on Texans watch. Be careful once we get on board with you. Sometimes it just goes all haywire from there. So, yeah,
1: you know, we're usually a year early. Right? We, we typically like our are lions. We typically a- are. avid haters of the Giants last year. You you weren't, I was, but
0: well, I was I was just enjoying Day Ball. I knew it wasn't a good, like a sustainable method. I talked about that in the offseason. Like, I don't think they should have stuck with this, but here we are.
1: So did we did we file a formal pick? I think we just said if if Ryan wins nine games, he probably wins the award.
0: Yeah, but are you comfortable sitting here saying that they're getting seven more? No.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe, but... I'd, I'd probably go Dan Campbell.
0: Yeah, I like where they're headed. They should continue to improve. They're probably going to win that division. Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. But it's funny how things change, right? I mean, we could do this again in four weeks and be like having really different conversations. Well, I... I don't think the conversation around Detroit will be too much different
1: in four weeks. They have four more games before the bye. You ready? Yeah. Carolina Panthers this week.
0: They're going to eat them boys up. <laughs> Let's be oh, honest. The jungle <laughs> cats against each other there. Uh, at Tampa Bay. I'm not disrespecting the
1: Bucks. Neither, neither am I. I think if we were going to do like our apology sheets for the first quarter of the season, Tampa's right at the top of the list. Because neither one of us were high on the coming in the year. At Baltimore Ravens. And then Las Vegas Raiders at home. They're going to get at least three, I think. If, if, at least two, right? I think you win both the home games against the Raiders and the Panthers. You're on the road for Tampa and Baltimore. So like your worst case scenario probably is that you're five and three going into your buy. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you haven't played the Bears yet this season. Oh, by the way, you still play the Broncos. Oh, by the way, you play the Vikings twice.
0: I think they're probably 6-2 and two going game to their bye. Okay. Well, the, the, if that's the case, then we are talking about a 12-win team. That's going to get you coach of the year in Detroit, brother. That's right. Well, what if we get a 10-win Texans team and a 12-win Detroit oh, team? That, that's what we have to do. We have to do, like, the ultimate chaos outcome for the season. Like, 10 wins probably wins the South, right? The Texans are hosting a playoff game. Detroit's going to be hosting a playoff game, too. Right. By like me are you going to going to Houston, sign me up. It's
1: like the um, it's like the 2020 year was it 2020 when the Browns made their run into the playoffs and the Dolphins won 10 games. And and who else was like super high up that year that like really came out of nowhere? There was like one other one where it's like these candidates are. Miami had the worst roster of all time in 2019, and Flores won 10 games, and Stefanski yeah. got Cleveland their first playoff win. And it was just like, man, all this these overachievers versus expectations. And I think it was Stefanski that got it. Right. I think rightfully so. They won 11-5 and, and won a playoff game. I know the playoff game doesn't count for the votes, but.
0: Could have some more of that this year.
1: Yep, it's going to be chaos. So you're going to make sure you follow along. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We are locked on NFL scouting. Appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your day. We're out of here. We'll be back to talk to you all again tomorrow and prep you for NFL Week 5 action. See you then.